Who's your daddy? Boom, we are off. Boo's your daddy back at you again. I'm Dr. Alan Snyder, and today I have a guest boo. I'm going to butcher her name. I know her first name is Oriana, and the last name is DeFeo Peterson. Yeah, yeah, you did, DeFeo Peterson. Yeah, I don't know if we've ever gotten into your last name, but what is the origin of that, just for the listeners? My mother is Italian. My father is Swedish, so I don't know if they decided to hyphenate my name. What's the what's the stereotype for Swedish people? Because you know that they say like Irish people tend to be a little more on the drinkier side and German people tend to be more stern and angry and mm-hmm. Italian is always like you're a pizza this, you know, so like an Italian <laughs> Jew is a pizza bagel. Is Swedish like you like Swedish fish or you're just blonde? Like I think they have like the very Nordic look. I honestly I couldn't tell you. I don't know what the Swedish stereotype is. I know the Italians like chuck the hands, so like Oh my God. Have you ever seen a little kid? I saw a little kid one time. She was like fresh off the boat Italian. She had a meltdown in front of her mother and she had her hands up like, but with the cutest little voice of like, (laughs) Was that your Italian speaking? Uh, my Spanish is not horrendous. My Italian is not that great. And they're very similar languages. They are. In I, uh, high school, I took Italian and Spanish, but I think I answered the whole Italian final in Spanish, but I got a 70-something. <laughs> I mean, you know, in, in medical school, physical therapy school, we say that you have to keep your head above C level. So mm-hmm. it's kind of the play on, you know, SEA, but also a 70%. You know, the person who graduates last in their medical school, do you know what they, they call that? person a doctor right yeah it don't matter you you just got to pass it's a pass fail at that point nobody's looking at your transcript (laughs) well i am happy to have you on the show you are actually one of the first people that i reach out to as a guest because (laughs) i am so very impressed with your work and we're gonna get into all of that but i wanted to at least let i'm thirsty so i think we should go ahead and crack our beers because my beer i picked because it kind of goes with the story about you oh i would refer to you tell why don't you tell everybody what you're drinking because booze your daddy b-o-o apostrophe s is also b-o-o-z-e so what's your booze oriana i'm drinking a blue gin it's from montreal i think my dad actually put me onto this but it's gin it's blue and when you mix it with tonic water it turns purple that is oh i like that thunk oh that is so i you know my i joke and i always say my favorite sound in the world is the crack of a beer but the thunk may have just you (laughs) one-upped me i you're a one-upper i guess that I is, guess so. Maybe you don't know this about me. Um, when it comes to drinking and alcohol, I don't discriminate. Like scotch is not my favorite, but all the other stuff. I saw something online actually today, and it was if you could be stuck on a desert island, which which one of these alcohols? My answer is as long as it's not gin, I'm good to go. That's fine. And I usually don't like gin. If it was if I was stuck on an island, I would probably pick whiskey. But for some reason, this with the tonic actually tastes so smooth, doesn't taste dry. I hate that like ugh, the dry. You mean the, taste. You mean the pine the pine cone? flavor of gin because when i have gin it i feel like i went outside and went to an evergreen tree and just licked the bark yeah well, anyways i'm gonna add the tonic and we're gonna change colors oh that is awesome yeah. that is magic michael it's an illusion <laughs> yeah. that was amazing the first magic trick that i've seen and i have <laughs> like magic is not real but i am still that sucker that will watch it me too <laughs> I lived in Vegas for a little bit, which is another story for another day. Back when uh, 
timeshares were big. I went to do, because you know, if you ever go to a timeshare where they're trying to sell you stuff, you sit there, you listen to the spiel, they tell you all this stuff. And at the end of it, you get like a free buffet and a free ticket to a show. So when I was living out there, I did that more than once just to go see different (laughs) magicians like in Vegas. And every time I got to the end of it, the guy would be like, all right, what do I do to get you a timeshare? And you know, it's kind of like when you buy a car, it's like, what do I got to do to get you in this car? I would look at the guy, put my hand on the shoulder and be like, buddy, I am broke as a joke. You can keep the buffet ticket. I just want to go see a magician. (laughs) That was, that was your price. Have you ever had somebody call you and then they're bartering for something and you just be like, I totally respect where you're coming from, but like there's zero chance that it happens. And I, nowadays there's so many people that they're like, all right, cool. All right. I'll move on to the next person. Thank you for not wasting my time. Yeah. I usually try not to be rude and, and listen to people, but then I don't know. I feel a you little more on. bad. No, this is like when you're dating somebody, every guys are better at it than girls, but every girl's like, Oh, I don't want to be mean. It's like every day longer. You drag that out is another mm-hmm. day until you can get to where you're going. So whether it's a sale, a girlfriend or whatever, I believe be nice about it, but bond voyage which <laughs> i think that's a french term bon voyage but you, you said getting mon- really international today <laughs> you said you're a great audience this is i'll just have you on every time just to laugh at my joke like you and joanne <laughs> are going to be the two best guests we ever have because <laughs> she is my number one fan it doesn't matter like every time i say joanne is the best julia just goes because she laughs at every single thing you say i'm like yeah well what else do i care about i mean maybe because julia's your girlfriend it kind of got a little old for her but i, I appreciate it and I also, I feel like I could easily crack on you too, which I oh, think I do. Bring yeah, it, bring it, babe. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think I called you out in a softball email and called you corny one time. Corny is like a nice thing, but yeah, yeah no, but you said you got it from Montreal and in the languages, I always call it Montreal and that usually gets like an, oh, pas de français. I'm like, yeah, je m'appelle Alain, je suis fromage. And then people who do know French go, I am cheese. What the hell are you saying? I'm like, yeah, I know like six words. That's it. I just, I just know croissant. Qua- croissant with a CW. <laughs> I'm thirsty. I want to open up my beer. I have this beer that I saw and I had to get it. I actually don't even know who makes it. Maybe the thing is, it's called Toast. It's an American pale ale brewed with bread. And they say one third of the bread of the U.S. is wasted. So let me uh, release the Kraken. Boom, little explosion. Smells good. Tastes even better. I got this because I know you from softball and people can see I'm wearing my old school original purple power, which I know you've seen. I'll show the camera. Yes. It has prints in the middle of this kind of hologrammy looking thing and nobody wears these anymore on our team and we've even ordered new jerseys, which I think you participate in. You joined our softball team and here you come on our team and you look like the girl from Two Pro Girls. I don't know if that's an insult or a compliment. I get that all the time. I actually got a Halloween costume to dress up as her because I used to get it all the time. I said it to you. I, I was like, who do you remind me of? And you go, people say the girl from Two Broke Girls, uh, you know, she was in a 40-year-old virgin. I'm like, yes, yes, that's exactly who you look like. So you have deceived so many people with your skills. And I hope you take this as a compliment. But when I play first base and you're playing usually second, I think is where you are, and you throw somebody out, they are toast. They are my beer <laughs> because legit, yes. you might have the strongest arm definitely for a female but more even for some guys that i've played with so so people if anybody tries to we don't have stealing bases but if they're not booking it down the line they are toast at first base when oriana (laughs) is on the field i love this compliments will get you everywhere in the world but no i really do do mean that so i got that for you i wanted to have you on because you have this side business which i will admit i 
thought you started during the pandemic, which would not have been a bad thing because everybody right now is making sourdough bread and becoming these amateur cooks. Super great. Have fun. I, I cook, I post pictures, but you legit have this business that's called Oriana's Oven. By the way, <laughs> how many people did I tell about this that go, <laughs> Oriana's Dutch Oven? And I, I immediately said, you think that's original? I'm not even going to say that to her as a joke because I guarantee she has heard that 18 million times. You're not original. Get some new, better stuff, correct? I've heard it a few times, a yeah. A few more than that. Not only have I had the pleasure of tasting some of your, uh, I think you made a cheesecake one time when we ate it after softball, mm -hmm. but your pictures online are straight food porn. I mean, it is impressive. I don't know what camera you're using or what you're doing, but- Just the iPhone. Wow. It is so good, and you made one the other day. I tagged my friend Lauren, who listens to these episodes, who is Big Mike's wife. She yes. has a huge addiction to s'mores, and you posted this oh. s'mores cheesecake. I got to find out what her birthday is or something relevant, but I am placing my order right now for <laughs> the s'mores cheesecake for her because anything with s'mores, it could be s'mores. I was going to say s'mores pizza, but that's a thing. It's just a big thing, but it could be s'mores pasta. Like she's all in. I love it. I went on your Instagram. Your first Oriana's oven post was November of 2016. Yes. Do it. I'll, Go. I'll take you back. So I- I'll take you back. Used to bake a lot growing up. Actually- wanted to impress a boy one time and he said, can you make me a cheesecake? I had never made a cheesecake at this point. I made it. It came out amazing, but I actually messed up the recipe. I misread the measurements. That was the word I was thinking of. <laughs> I misread the measurements and the ingredients. So I actually messed up the recipe a little bit, but it tasted amazing. It became a staple at our holiday dinner table. So for Thanksgiving and Christmas each year, I would make this cheesecake. And the funny part is this boy actually has never tried my cheesecake. This is your current boyfriend that we're talking about, right? No, this is a high school crush. Uh, <laughs> high school crush. Did it work? Was he impressed? He never had the cheesecake. It never made it to him. Yeah. The cheesecake that never was. So I started making cheesecakes more and I enjoy making people happy through food making people smile through their stomachs that's something that I've always enjoyed doing so when I would go to work when I would go to school softball team I like to bring baked goods would bring the extra cheesecake to my waitressing job at the time my colleagues were like oh my god this is amazing this is the best cheesecake I ever had this is better than juniors this is better than cheesecake do you think you can make me one for Thanksgiving do you think I could buy one for Christmas so with a lot of peer pressure good peer pressure from my friends and colleagues and their support, I actually started Oriana's Oven. So they started paying me around the holidays just to make cheesecakes and it started out 10, 20, then it got to like 30, 40 orders for Thanksgiving and Christmas and it has grown ever since. I've done a food festival, a couple of craft fairs. When I started my full-time engineering position, I didn't make time for baking. Real quick, everybody should know that, yes, she did a magic trick with blue gin and tonic and she engineers cheesecake. What you actually mean, you are legit smart and you're a real engineer in real life. Yes. So my degree is in chemical engineering. Oh, so the, oh, so that's how you knew to make that drink. That was just straight chemical engineering? <laughs> I guess so. Um, uh, no, my dad showed me the magic trick. Do you think, now I don't know where your business is and I don't need hard numbers. Do you want to be full time? Like if Oriana's oven took off or if you were at Smorgasburg or something like, is this a thing or is this just a side you enjoy it for now? During quarantine, when you have more time, my passion for baking got reignited. So I started baking 
making five to 10 cakes a week. And now I have so much content I can post online. And that's why I started being more active online. And I keep thinking, I don't want to go back to work. How can I make Oriana's oven a full-time thing? Always aspired to open my own bakery. Yeah, I would love for this to be full-time, be my labor of love. I hope you definitely get there. And like I said, I have only ever tasted one of your cakes, but it was legit. Just like you said, I mean, everybody toots, oh, I'm better than this. I make better than this. It was probably the best cheesecake I'd ever had. It was so good. I don't remember the flavor. I'm a key lime guy. So for me, that's the way to my heart is anything key lime. I love you. I really hope you get there and I want to start placing orders. And I know people that are listening to this will do so that. And I want to help my friends that are growing and I want you to get there. You know, it's, it's hard and it's a lot of work. I mean, I have my own business and it has taken years, years where I quit a job that I didn't wake up in the middle of the night like, oh my God, I'm going bankrupt tomorrow and welcome COVID. But even so, I have a lot of confidence and the more you hustle, I really, really have confidence that you're going to get there. I really appreciate that and I feel the same way. It's funny when you say take the dive. I went to a, my dad's in real estate and I went to a real estate convention with him in like, I don't know, 2007 or so. So like right mm-hmm. before the crash and everybody there was like, leap and a net will appear. And it's so funny because if you leapt, that net was not there <laughs> or at least the net you bounced on it and then you went straight down. Yeah. <laughs> Things got really bad. I really appreciate what you said about not getting the measurements correctly because I have a couple of really good stories. The, the quick one is one of my buddies who he's been married for, God, it's like his bachelor party was 10 years, I think this year or last year. He got married to a girl. I'm not going to name names. Thanksgiving potluck and she couldn't cook, bake anything. And she was responsible <laughs> for the rolls, I think the story is. And the recipe called for a tablespoon of salt and flour and this and that. And she made them and she came and everybody sat down and they're doing their thing at Thanksgiving and people took a bite into the rolls and they were just like oozing out of their mouth like, oh my God, this is terrible. <laughs> and they're like, hey, Jamie. Oh, wait, I said her name. What happened with these rolls? And she's like, I followed the recipe. It said one cup of salt. <laughs> and she added, I don't, I, I don't know the quick measurements of one tablespoon to a cup, but what's that like 10 to 20 times more salt than you need in a recipe? I think one third cup is five and a half tablespoons. Okay, so. great. So one third <laughs> cup, so three. So you're talking about 18 or so. <laughs> 17 more. And that is probably one of the best cooking stories. Now, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm actually a very good cook. Now, I'm not a professional. Look, I'm not making duck en orange, but I can work myself around the kitchen. And when we go away with our friends, I generally do the cooking. I've gotten some, you know, critiques on different things, but I have a couple of signature dishes. Being from Baltimore, I make an amazing crab cake. Let's just say 90% of the time, it works 100% of the time. What is it from Mean Girl? She's like, it's 70% chance it's already raining. Exactly. My point, yeah. People always say like, so I always say like, yeah, if I'm making you crab cakes, it's chances are me, me in the club, it's going down. People have quickly reminded me that if somebody that you're dating comes to your house and you're making them crab cakes, chances are it was going down whether you make crab cakes or order Domino's. Like it really was not going to make a difference. So, but no, I, I'm a good, I've a, I'm a decent cook. The best story that everybody in my family tells all the time, people who listen to the show don't know it. One Friday night growing up, you know, we did like a family thing. It was 
wasn't religious, my bubby, my grandmother made like some soup with some meat in it. I was in college and didn't make it home that night. Everybody went to her house like every Friday happened. Later that night, the family gets on the horn. They're like, how are you guys doing at your house? And it turned into like, not so good. You know, so-and-so has been in the bathroom all night. They're like, really? Because my husband's been puking all night. And then finally they withered it down that my bubby had gave everybody food poisoning from the meat that she did take care of. Every time we ever talk about her, like, hey, remember that time that she poisoned everybody? And I'm like, remember that time I didn't go to that dinner? So to piggyback off of both of your stories with one of the first times, this is new in my current relationship with my boyfriend, came over and we made breakfast and it was like a normal thing, but I wasn't paying attention and I added a little extra salt. I usually put it in my hand to see like what comes out and then put it in with the eggs. But I poured it straight from the container and thinking like I sprinkles a little bit. Let me tell you, it was straight salt with a little bit of eggs. <laughs> and I think because the relationship was new, he like tried eating it without like... Wincing in pain. <laughs> yeah. Which I appreciated so much. But once I took a bite, I was like, ah. <laughs> to this day, he doesn't let it go. That's true love when he tried to eat your eggs and it, it didn't go well, right? <laughs> now we're good. I've never made that mistake again. Do you remember being younger? I never did this, but I've seen it happen where somebody unscrews something at the table and like puts it down, whether it be like red hots for the uh, red hot peppers for pizza or salt. And then you kind of pass around and the person just goes and shakes it and the whole thing comes out. Did you ever do that? Or have you ever seen that done? I've done it not so much at the table. I have that black pepper pan and I think the lid is a little loose so it doesn't snap all the way. And I want to put pepper on a couple of things. I think I did it always on my boyfriend's food. Terrible. You're <laughs> always on my boyfriend's food. This poor guy, you know, some, some guys just can't handle their arsenic, right? I know. I feel so bad. I usually am pretty good, but I think all my fails are with him. <laughs> Shit. That's pretty good. Oriana, not only your friend, not only you promoting your oven, you learned avid listener of this show. And when we were talking, I was like, Hey, so we'll do some, tri-. or maybe I, before I even asked you, can I do trivia? You were like, Oh, do I get to be the quiz master? And I was like, let's do it. Cause the last couple of times that Stephanie has done trivia for me, she has absolutely roasted me. I mean, she's really hard. So I'm excited to see what you're bringing to the table. I turn it over to you. Let's go. Trivia time. So I tried to keep it a little simple. It starts easy and gets a little more tricky. If you were at a bakery and you were buying a baker's dozen, how many is in a baker's dozen? I'm not an idiot. Keep going. Number two. The zest is the peel of what type of fruit? You know, I love shandies. I love, love, love shandies. Keep going. Number okay. three. What? Sorry. I feel like you have a list of like 20 things and you just scrolled to the bottom of the harder questions because like, oh shit, he's really good at these. No, sometimes some were uh, written in my notes and others were in my photos. What fruit puree is often used as a fat substitute in baking? Fruit puree. Yes. Is this a trick question like tomatoes or fruits or is it going to be like, yeah, dummy, it's a fruit? No, it's a fruit. I could give you multiple choice if you'd like. Uh, no, that's a fair question. I have no idea. If I want to reduce the fat, I would use this as an oil substitute. Moving on. True or false? Icing and frosting are the same. Okay. The difference between white sugar and brown sugar is from which ingredient? The ingredient sugar has ingredients? I thought it was just that. I thought sugar was sugar. <laughs> well, something turns the white sugar into brown sugar. 
so what causes the sugar to turn? I guess they have very different tastes though. Like some recipes call for brown sugar, some call for white sugar, granulated sugar. By adding this ingredient to the white sugar, it becomes brown sugar. All right. You know what? I'll give you one last question. Bonus. What is a common design style of a pie crust? Is it just a fucking circle? Like No, it has a name. Think the top of a pie. The shapes that's on the top of a pie. <sighs> I have no idea. Okay. All right. I think you did a great job. This was a great trivia. You might have a future in this. I'm willing to bet that my friends, like Gerilyn, my friend Gerilyn, she bakes a lot. I, I guarantee you she's going to get all of these and she's going to be like, oh, I can't, believe, I can't believe I didn't know this. He's such a dummy. So you learned about one of them today. So. Oh, oh, okay. So you're an expert in this field and you learned about one today. Great. Let's, let's go through the answers. If you were to order a baker's dozen at a bakery, how many is in a baker's dozen? I would get 13 of them. Correct. Okay. As a Jew who like, I'm like, ah, do I need 10 bagels? And I'm like, well, if I get 12, I get a free one. Come on. <laughs> yeah, 13. Let's go. Okay. The zest of a peel is what type of fruit? It is a, a lemon. Lemon works, but citrus family. Oh, okay. You get a lemon, lime, orange is yeah. part of the citrus family. I'll give I'm you the point myself, for that. You'll give me a point. I'm taking a point for that. Yeah, well, yes. Citrus. The third question was what fruit puree is often used as a fat substitute in baking. I had no idea. I know that like mangoes are kind of fatty, but for whatever reason, I just want to say peach, which I think is a terrible answer. It's actually applesauce. Fuck. All right. So the correct answer was apple would have been the right answer. All right. Yes. Applesauce specifically. So if you're making brownies or something and the recipe calls for one third cup of oil, you could substitute applesauce and it will not change the taste. What about wheat brownies? Can you also use applesauce for that? <laughs> oh. Because the weed needs to absorb into the oil. So I'm not really sure about that one. Oh, I feel like I should get a point back for that. <laughs> Tell you, that's dro- a special case. That's a special case. You're dropping some or fake special news. special brownies. Okay. <laughs> you found a loophole. True or false? Are icing and frosting the same thing? Every bit of me is like, dummy, they're definitely not. But I'm going with, they are the same thing. They just have different names. True. False. Fuck. Frosting and icing are not the same. Icing dries hard and you could put a plethora of decorations on top of it, including more icing. Frosting is thicker and easier to mold, and frosting usually tastes better. You know what I like that people give me a lot of grief for? Fondant. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody goes, fondant. I'm like, I think it's delicious. What? You need your taste buds checked. I've been told that a lot. I would gladly go to Olive Garden right now if they would have me. I hate fondant. My favorite is buttercream icing. We weren't weren't taking a poll. Buttercream frosting. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Well, rude over there. The difference between white sugar and brown sugar is which ingredient? I have no idea. I was leaning towards like the sun or adding some heat to it. I really don't know. Okay. So white sugar becomes brown sugar with the addition of molasses. Molasses. Yes. The amount of molasses added will determine if you have light or dark brown sugar. You will also notice a texture difference and that is because as more molasses is added to the sugar so is more moisture i hate it when it gets moist oh that's where all my problems come from i love it when it gets moist anywho and then the last question i believe is what is a common design type of pie crust i have no idea because you said not on the top but in the middle i was thinking it had like you know ridges on the edges and then i just wrote slice i had no idea what you're asking lattice okay so lattice lettuce lettuce you're saying no. that wrong it's lettuce 
No, it's lattice. L-A-T-T-I-C-E. It's the basket weave shape. Okay. So we're making up words here on our podcast. All right. I see what you're doing. Up words? I'm going to look it up. You could Google it. All right. So I got a couple of right. I mean, I, I guess I got two. I'm not, I don't even got a half a point anywhere. I know you like that I fight for half a point. But I, <laughs> I think it's nice. <laughs> I think you did a great job. Thank you so much. That was really cool. Good. I'm so glad. Before we officially check out, because I know you'll do this, you play softball with me. I'm not going to stand up and turn around, but what does it say on the back of my jersey? Because I listen, I don't know if Stephanie or Boo likes to call you by your chosen nickname. It diverts from saying your actual name. Oh, she will call me Duty before she'll ever say Daddy. Yeah, I caught on. Damn, I thought I had one. Don't worry. I have some friends that'll definitely call it out. Oriana, <laughs> I thank you so much for coming on and doing this. I know you're a little nervous, but you killed it. You did a great job. I can't wait to taste some more of your cakes. I hope awesome. we're going to promote this episode. Uh, I appreciate everybody that listened to this episode. You know, we put these episodes on YouTube to watch. It's Booze Your Daddy, B-O-O apostrophe S. But we put a lot of the outtakes. We put a lot of stuff on Instagram. You can download the full episode on Stitcher and Spotify and Pandora and I- iTunes Radio and iHeartRadio and anywhere that people want to watch this. I really appreciate people leaving the reviews, giving you good reviews on your cakes because they are fire looking. Thank you. And I thought that for anyone listening to this podcast, I have a promotion that it's usually $5 off of your order of $45 or more for new customers. Or what if they use a promo code? Can I can I be a promo code? This would be a... Uh, sure. Booze your daddy. Booze your daddy sent you and you get... $5 off your order of $45 or more. Oh, so it's the same deal as if you listen to this podcast or not. All right. I'll give you $10. There you go. <laughs> I will definitely be placing an order. Brianna, awesome. thank you so much. Oriana's Oven is your Instagram? Correct. All right. Well, we're going to tag you in everything. Hopefully, people go and check you out. Let's awesome. blow you up. Boo out. <laughs> out. Thank you so much, Alan. I really enjoyed being a part of this awesome podcast, and I enjoy listening. Awesome. All right. We out.